Episode 5, Introduction to Formal Language, Puntata 5, Introduzione sul linguaggio formale. Ciao mamma! E ciao a tutti! And hello everyone! It's great to have you all following along with mum and I. I've got a question for you. Have you checked out the Learning Hub yet? It's the free online course I made to complement this podcast. I upload the transcripts from every episode there, along with quizzes, vocab puzzles, and more. If you've already joined, welcome, and do make sure you check out the new stuff. I upload new content every time a new episode comes out. There's also a new option to upgrade and practice your Italian with me, one-on-one. If you haven't joined the Learning Hub yet, don't worry, just click on the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get started with one of the trickier parts of learning Italian, which is learning the difference between the formal and the informal and when they're used. Like always, with any words and phrases used, I'll say the English first, followed by a slow and then a normal Italian translation, and I'll leave enough time for you to repeat the Italian. I'll pop the transcript into the learning hub so you can see it all written down as well. It might be easier to follow along whilst reading it first. It's up to you. Sei pronta, mamma? Are you ready, mum? Cominciamo! Let's get started! So the first step is understanding that there is more than one way to say you in Italian. Tu is informal singular, lei is formal singular, and voi is the plural, and it's both formal and informal. Don't get confused here, because I know we've seen lei before, meaning she, But in this case, it's the formal U, and you'll often see it written with a capital L. In general, the formal U, or lei, is used when addressing someone older than you, someone you don't know, someone you're meeting for the first time, or someone in a formal setting, such as a business meeting. This is similar to English, as we would usually use more formal language in these settings too, to be polite. The difference in Italian is that sometimes you have to use a different verb conjugation to show that you're being polite. So in a formal setting, instead of using the tu conjugation, you would use what we know from previous episodes as the lui-lei conjugation. For example, in a formal setting, instead of saying to someone, what's your name, informal, come ti chiami, Come ti chiami? You would instead say, what's your name? Formal. Come si chiama? Come si chiama? This is the exact same way that you'd ask, what's his name or what's her name? But from context, you can tell that you're speaking to the person formally. Now let's see an example using the plural. Remember, this one is easier as the verb conjugation is the same for formal and informal, so you don't ever have to think, you just use the voi conjugation. For example, how are you? Plural, formal or informal. Come state? Come state? We're good, thank you. Stiamo bene, grazie. Stiamo bene, grazie. 
What are you doing? Plural, formal or informal. Cosa fate? Cosa fate? Let's look at some titles, as when you're introduced to someone in a formal setting, you will likely hear Mr. or Mrs. surname. What's his name or what's her name? Come si chiama? Come si chiama? He is Mr. Romano. Lui è il Signor Romano. Lui è il Signor Romano. She is Mrs. Rossi. Lei è la Signora Rossi. Lei è la Signora Rossi. She is Miss Bianchi. Lei è la signorina Bianchi. Lei è la signorina Bianchi. Nice to meet you, which is the same for informal or formal. Piacere. Piacere. That wasn't so scary, was it? The key point to remember is just to select the Louis Lay conjugation when you're in a formal situation one-on-one. -on -one. Let's move on to an activity. So if you're in a formal setting and someone asks you, Salve, come si chiama? How would you answer? If you said something like, salve, mi chiamo, and then your name, that's perfect. Next question. If someone in that same setting asked you, come sta, how would you answer? If you answered something like, sto bene, grazie, that's great. And you can also add, ele, meaning, and you. Brava, mamma. Very good, mum. Buon lavoro. Good work. If you'd like a bit more practice with the vocab from each of the episodes, make sure you join the Learning Hub. The link to join for free is in the show notes. Before we finish up, let's enjoy the final segment called La Parola della Puntata, or the word of the episode. This is where I'll share a fun word or phrase, so we always remember to keep language learning fun and interesting. This episode, our word is croccante, meaning crispy or crunchy. This is an adjective, so like we saw in episode 2, it takes different endings depending on if it's referring to something singular, croccante, or plural, croccanti. You don't need to worry about masculine or feminine for this word, as it just takes a different ending for singular, the E ending, or for the plural, the I ending. This is a great sounding word, crocante. So you could say, I feel like some crunchy chips. O voglia di patatine croccanti. 
o voglia di patatine croccanti. Or you might hear something like this. Put the pizza in the oven to make it crispy. And this is one that we hear a lot in our household. Metti la pizza nel forno per farla croccante. Metti la pizza nel forno per farla croccante. You might also hear, I like really crunchy biscuits. Mi piacciono i biscotti croccantissimi. Mi piacciono i biscotti croccantissimi. And you'll actually see croccantissimo written on some packets at the supermarket. Isn't it a great word? So remember to pop over to the Learning Hub to get your free downloadable vocabulary transcript, quiz and other activities related to this episode. Just click the link in the show notes. And if you find this podcast helpful, why not share it with a friend? That's all from me. Ciao for now.